Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is The Daily DC. Oops, he did it again. If we had production value and financial resources at this podcast today to be able to play the Britney Spears song, we would, but we don't. So you're stuck with me on this. President Trump over the weekend retweeting a supporter's tweet that showed many Trump campaign supporters in the villages, senior citizens, many of them going in sort of golf cart by golf cart. And you see one of them is shouting with presumably an anti-Trump protester because of the F-bomb and other language and signage that this protester was screaming back at the Trump supporters. You hear one of the Trump supporters shout white power. This is a video that the president of the United States retweeted over the weekend. It has since been deleted. But then comes the big conversation, right? Did President Trump know what he was retweeting? Did he do it deliberately to create more racial division that he thinks works politically for him? Was he just completely absent-minded and just saw signs that said Trump 2020 and so he retweeted it? Clearly, he also retweeted it with the profanity I discussed from an anti-Trump protester. So all you can do is sort of sift through some of the official responses, President Trump's past behavior on these kinds of retweeting issues, and his past remarks on them, and decide for yourself if indeed you think this was a deliberate, strategic retweet to program the media, to play to his base, to create racial division that he thinks works for him, or just sort of absent-minded, isn't this great, people in the villages in Florida love me. Judd Deere, White House spokesman, said in a statement yesterday when the tweet was pulled down, And obviously, the tweet being pulled down is some acknowledgement that it shouldn't have been there. He said that Mr. Trump is, quote, a big fan of the villages. That's the retirement community in Florida. The statement went on to say, quote, he did not hear the one statement made on the video. What he did see was tremendous enthusiasm from his many supporters. The one statement being one of his supporters touting white power and shouting that back at anti-Trump protesters. So you can take that official White House statement from a White House spokesman and see if that jives with your understanding. You could also, not that long ago, look back at when Donald Trump retweeted somebody back in April with the hashtag Fire Fauci and created a storm of whether or not the president really intended to fire Dr. Anthony Fauci in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. The president was questioned about this in the briefing room. He said, I like him. He's terrific. He said he had no intention of firing him. He called that just somebody's opinion that the president of the United States retweeted to tens of millions of people and amplified in a way that only he can, obviously, just somebody's opinion. But he was pressed on whether or not he knew what he was doing. And the president said, quote, 
I notice everything. So you have the president of the United States who told reporters just a couple months ago when asked about a retweeting issue then. He says, I notice everything. And you have a White House spokesman on the record saying he did not hear the one statement about white power from one of his supporters in the video he retweeted and deleted yesterday. Again, I'll leave it to you folks, uh, good listeners here of the podcast, to decide what you think really went down here. But let's be clear what occurred. Either the president is so cavalier about putting out information that is not vetted or thought through or checked or listened to and just puts it out to tens of millions of people without regard for what the content is. That's sort of your best case scenario. Or the president of the United States is actively retweeting and disseminating hateful, racist, white supremacist remarks from a supporter of his, apparently, in hopes that that improves his political position. It is this kind of racial division that the entirety of Joe Biden's candidacy is sort of premised on healing. This is what, when Joe Biden launched his campaign more than a year ago, in a battle to repair the soul of the nation, a battle for the soul of the nation, it is exactly this. It is also exactly this that we have seen in poll after poll over the last two weeks, that a majority of Americans and in the battleground states, and perhaps even some folks who voted for Donald Trump four years ago, are rejecting. It is exactly this kind of behavior. It is also exactly this that all of our reporting indicates that Trump's advisors and aides really want him to stop doing. This is not actually part of the program to get him back on course in this re-election battle. That involves touting an economic recovery post-pandemic and how that comes about to get to the highs that the economy was experiencing before during Trump's presidency and about defining Joe Biden as an unacceptable alternative. That is where his aides want him to go and to point on what the administration has accomplished in terms of coronavirus response. None of that is what the president was doing this weekend. He instead was still making a base play and showing no desire to try and heal the racial wounds in the country, nor a desire to try and expand his appeal in the country right now. That does it for this edition of The Daily DC. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you'll tune in again right here tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.